unless you really focus on yourself and your unique qualities and what makes you unique as the brains behind your business as the entrepreneur until you really focus on that you really won't be able to see what makes you special while there may be other people doing what you're doing no one will do it quite like you you're listening to the solopreneur hustle a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while maintaining a balanced and fulfilling life I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a members-only Patreon community where you can connect with solopreneurs like yourself, chat with me about all things business, and get access to exclusive bonus episodes every single week. Visit patreon.com slash the solopreneur hustle or click the link below in the description for this episode to join our exclusive community for as little as $5 a month. You can also text business to 31996 to receive our our monthly solopreneur newsletter that's jam-packed with business tips. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 58 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Today I want to share five lies that may be holding you back from reaching your greatest potential. Many times we place mental barriers on our lives and what we can achieve. We falsely convince ourselves that we have to have all the right things in place at the right time to make our next move, but I'm living proof that that's not the case. This way of thinking really keeps us small and limits our success. I've found through my experiences that the truth is that anything is possible despite our circumstances. There have been plenty of times where doors have opened for me and opportunities have kind of fallen into my lap, opportunities that I probably didn't deserve and that I didn't really have the experience to participate in. I can't even explain how those things happened or how they came to be, but I've always felt like what's for me is for me. Playing small has always held me back. And when I overcame obstacles or challenges, that uh, represented new experiences that fell into my lap, I realized that, oh, wow, I actually did have what it what I needed or what it took to make this happen. I actually was a good fit for this. And I didn't think I was until the opportunity fell into my lap. And I proved to myself that I was capable of doing something that, you know, I thought I wasn't capable of doing. So anyways, what's for me is for me. And I realized in those moments that for a long time, I was limiting myself based on what I thought I needed to have in place to move forward when I could have just moved forward anyways and stopped playing small. When I put myself in a position to take a risk, what I thought was almost impossible became possible all of a sudden. What I thought I couldn't do, I all of a sudden was able to do when I thought I wasn't able to do it. So now I want to share with you five lies you may be convincing yourself of that may be holding you back from reaching your greatest potential. These are five lies that may be keeping you small when you actually have what it takes to play big right now. Lie number one, I don't have enough experience yet. The majority of the useful experience we actually gain in whatever we do is in it doing the work, actually carrying out the services and things we should be doing for our business. If you're waiting to get started because you don't have the experience yet, you're essentially wasting your time. Just get started, throw yourself into the fire, make mistakes, fail, 
learn from it and grow. One of my first businesses was a social media management company that I started right out of college. I had never managed a social media account for any businesses before other than my own. At the time, I had a blog and I promoted my blog on social media. And so by my fourth month in business doing social media management, I had seven clients, even though when I had started four months prior, I had no experience at all managing social media accounts for other businesses. Yet by my fourth month, I had seven clients and I had enough full-time business and income and contracts to be able to make a full-time living doing this. I had little experience, but because of how I presented my value, businesses trusted me to manage their social media accounts. So I used the social media marketing results I had for my business as an example of what I could do for other businesses. This is how I sold my services. Each new client gave me the opportunity to collect more and more results about how I could help businesses with social media. So essentially when I started, I realized that I really only needed one company to believe in me Other than the results I had for my own business, I knew that if I just had one other business that would believe in me, then I could use their results to even promote my value in an even more effective way because I could say, you know, I actually have results for two different businesses so far. One is my own and another uh, another company that I've worked for is this business. And these are the results that I've gotten for them by way of social media. So one of the key strategies that I used to start when I had no experience, I didn't let experience be an excuse for me. I didn't let this lie hold me back. What I said was, okay, let me spend a few weeks getting some results for my own business And I even had had results for months and months in the past from from the past because I had my blog for over a year. I looked at my analytics over that time. I created charts that represented the results I'd gotten for that business that I was running my blog. And then I used that information to sell my services. Look, I've gotten results before. These are the results I know I can get for you as well. And so once I had just one or two businesses to believe in me, then I had a really nice portfolio. Then I had a portfolio of three different businesses that I could use to sell my services. So um, don't be afraid to use results that represent things that you've done for yourself to sell your business, to sell your products, to sell your services. I have lots of other strategies that I use to market my business before I had much experience or any clients at all. And these strategies that I use really got me results. And these strategies helped me to sell my products or services when I essentially had nothing to really show besides things that I had done for myself. So in in bonus episode number four in our Patreon community, I actually share those other strategies that I use. So um, join our Patreon community. The link is down below in the description for this episode to listen to bonus episode number four, where I share some other strategies that I use to actually get business before I had clients, experience, or really much of a portfolio at all. Lie number two. I don't have the credentials. This is a huge one. Now, the truth about entrepreneurship is that hard work trumps degrees, licenses, or credentials. It's just the truth. You can have a degree, you can have credentials, you can have certificates, but if you don't do anything with it, it's useless. If you're lazy, your degree and your credentials don't matter. Hard work will trump credentials every single time. 
Credentials make us feel good and they make us feel more qualified, but credentials are great for furthering your education if you'd like to get more knowledge about your field. But again, the truth about entrepreneurship is that you really have to do the work. So don't put a halt on your dreams but just because you're waiting for a credential. Start now. There's so many things you can do to market yourself, to start building your brand and your online presence that are so like far beyond having a degree. Uh, when I started my first business, I was in college, I was broke, but I still made strides to actually start building my brand on social media before I had what at the time I felt like were the needed credentials to really uh, be competitive in the space that I work in in entrepreneurship. So start now, don't wait on the credentials. Most of what you will learn that will really propel your business forward will not be a part of the credentials or degree program that you're waiting on to, to get started. Okay. Most of what I have learned that has been the most helpful for me in entrepreneurship has not been in the classroom. It's not been in school. It's not been in college. It's, it's really been in my business doing the work. So don't wait on credentials. Line number three, I don't have the money. <laughs> now, I believe that you can start almost any business without having any money. I'm sure there are some exceptions to this, but from real estate to selling products to selling services, I mean, I can come up with loads of examples of entrepreneurs who have gotten started in real estate and service industries and product-based businesses with literally no money. I can give you guys plenty of examples. I believe not having money is not an acceptable excuse to hold yourself back from getting your business idea off the ground. In the palm of our hands, we have a wealth of knowledge that we can use to learn how to get done what we need to get done without having to pay someone to do it. You can create a website yourself. You can design marketing materials yourself. I mean, we have so many resources online that make starting a business more or less a DIY type of thing. So if you're not starting because you don't have the money to pay someone to do something for you to get started, learn how to do it yourself. If you're waiting to start your business because you don't have money for inventory, um, pre pre-order your pre-sell your products so your customers can pre-order them. You have the orders, you have the money to pay for the products at this point, then place the order with your vendor. And then after you get that, those orders and then ship them out. I mean, there's so many ways around having money to get started. You really just need to start in one phase of doing pre-orders or pre-sales or wholesaling something so that you can get some money into savings to invest in your business. So when I started my first business, I had no money. <laughs> I was 19, I was broke. But what I did is I actually pre-sold my products, collecting money from my customers on the front end. Then I'd place the order with the vendor who would ship my products directly to the customer. So pre-selling was a great way for me to start my business with no money because I was generating income without having to have anything in stock. So if you want more ideas for how to bootstrap your business, how to start with no money, then listen to episode 37 where I share lots of ways you can go about starting a business for free. Lie number four. 
someone's already doing that. So I probably won't have any customers. Now, competition is something that holds a lot of entrepreneurs back from getting started. We assume that, you know, because of the competition, we won't get business. We assume that because of the competition, we won't get enough business. No one will notice us because we're the new small guys. And, you know, this business business is more popular. So people are going to see them and no one's going to notice us. Think about this. There are probably... 50 brands of bread in the bread aisle at Walmart right now. And every one of those brands sells bread every single day. Why is this? Because every bread is a little bit different and it's unique in its own small way. We like to think that bread is bread, but no two brands of bread are alike. I buy a specific brand of honey wheat bread. I think it's like Nature Valley or something like that. I buy that specific brand of bread because there are no other brands that offer the specific honey wheat bread that I like. Bread is bread, but all bread, every brand is a little bit different. And just in that same way, your business is gonna is not gonna be like every other business in your industry. There is going to be one thing that makes you unique that allows you to stand out, but you'll only be able to find that unique quality that shows what's unique about you that helps you stand out. You'll only be able to see that if you take your eyes off the competition and focus on yourself. One thing that really halts our creativity in a lot of different ways is looking to the left, looking to the right, looking at everyone around us and looking at what they're doing. Unless you really focus on yourself and your unique qualities and what makes you unique as the brains behind your business as the entrepreneur, until you really focus on that, you really won't be able to see what makes you special. While there may be other people doing what you're doing, no one will do it quite like you. Focus on how to be unique. Focus on how to stand out in your industry instead of focusing on what your competition is up to. No two businesses will be the same ever. And even if you think you're the same as another business, that's also just a lie that you're convincing yourself of. I'm a business coach. I know there are hundreds of thousands of business coaches on the planet, but no one is going to coach an entrepreneur quite like Neil Lewis will. So I want you guys to see that thinking that your business is just like someone else's is another lie within this lie of thinking that competition is a problem. It is not a problem. And lie number five, I don't have the right connections. I used to wonder how people got opportunities. I used to wonder how business deals came about and how people came together to collaborate. For a long time, I put a cap on what I could accomplish simply because I felt like I didn't have the right connections. I felt really alone. I was like, everybody knows everybody else, but it's really just me who doesn't have the connections. I'm the one that doesn't know people. And because of this, I won't be able to reach the levels of success that other people do. How do they meet up? How do they learn about each other? How do they collaborate? How does all this come about? I started making connections when I stepped outside of my comfort zone and actually started talking to people. For me, connections that have helped me push my business goals forward came together simply because I had conversations and I got to know people. I realized that people weren't going to come to me. I had to go to other people. I had to open my mouth. I had to reach out. I had to send emails. I had to send DMs. I emailed people I looked up to and asked for advice. I went to events to meet new people in business. I pitched myself as a speaker for 
um, conferences or workshops. I, I really put myself out there for a long time. I thought that I was supposed to wait for people to come to me, but that just doesn't work. You have to make yourself seen. So I put myself out there. I had to create connections for myself. Connections aren't just made because you wait for them. You have to create them. So again, I had to make myself seen. You can't wait for people to discover you. You have to tell them who you are. You have to tell them you're valuable. You have to tell them you're important. You have to introduce yourself. You have to reach out and you really truly have to make people see you. They won't see you just because you wait around for them to somehow find you on the internet. No, make yourself seen. So today I challenge you to think about the reasons why you haven't started that one thing you've been threatening to start for a long time. Many of the reasons you haven't started could be because of lies or excuses you're convincing yourself of. Let's think bigger than these lies. Let's focus on how we can make it happen now, regardless of our circumstance. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope these tips resonated with you. I think we all go through seasons of convincing ourselves of things that simply aren't true and that that really contributes to us playing small and not reaching our greatest potential. Right now, I'm doing a 12-week sprint and this is called my Anything is Possible sprint where I'm playing big reaching out to people that I wouldn't normally reach out to to collaborate and just seeing what happens and how it affects my business. So for the next three months, I'm literally, and actually I started this on August 1st. So um, I'm literally doing anything and everything with no limits, just to kind of see how that impacts my business. So I challenge you to do the same thing. Think about what you would do today if anything was possible. Think about what your life would look like if anything is possible. Think about who you would be connecting with, who you would be friends with, who you would be working with, if anything was possible. And then think about what you can do to make that happen. Just do it and don't don't be afraid and, and do it as if there are no limits. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a great week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey y'all, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Stay connected in between episodes by texting business to 31996. You'll receive our business tip of the week and you'll also get our monthly solopreneur newsletter. We also have a private membership group that you can join to access group chats and bonus episodes every week. Visit patreon.com slash the solopreneur hustle or click the link below in the description for this episode to join our community. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast.